welcome to this week's MTD podcast. Myself, Colin Griffiths. I have a number of customers on MTD CNC promoting all that is engineering really and also running the MTD network, promoting engineers so they can crack on with what they do best, making components that is of course. So today we are joined by the infamous, is that the right word? Paul Cox from Asset Finance Northampton, a legend in finance. I've known Paul for 10 years-ish, so when I was probably 25 maybe stretching out quite a bit so but paul an experienced fun financer you were with lombard for a number of years then set up your own brokerage very successful as asset finance northampton but on the back of that you've got a number of different funders prior to that though now a little bit a little bit different to finance what were you doing prior, prior to finance yeah um well, i was in the military colin Oh, what were you doing? I was a musician in the military. All oh, right, Indeed. so you, you got one of those dangerous flutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been told. No comment. <laughs> Moving on very, very swiftly. So, asset finance, Northampton people. I, I think it's really a very important conversation to be having at the moment about finance because, I mean, if you've missed what's going on, there's a bit of a pandemic going on. We're in lockdown, lockout. Very much so. And do we know what's going on? I mean, a lot of engineers I've been speaking to are all busy, I would say. In fact, MTD has now got an economic indicator, which we're starting to do. And I would say 90% of engineers are all very busy. How are you finding the market? Yeah, I think I can uh, I, I can mirror that in, in terms of... I, I work along a, a number of different sectors, industry sectors. Clearly, the obvious ones are retail. They're struggling. Hospitality is struggling. But the success story is engineering and manufacturing. Paul, tell me why. Um, I, I, <laughs> that's a tough question. <laughs> Um, it, I, I think the attitude's right. Um, I, I think we need to have more faith in UK PLC and engineering. Some amazingly talented people out there. Uh, I, I just think they're in the, in, in the, in the right place and, and, uh, and, and they're, they're keen to drive forward. Uh, uh, yeah, 100% agree with that. And mm. also I think reshoring is going to be a big thing as well because, you know, can you import, can you export? Brexit's going to sort of affect things but do you want to import loads of stuff from China these days probably not so you're reassuring the quality of our engineers the quality of goods we're second to none really is so that's I think that's part of our success in as you said UK PLC but I'm successful I want to expand my business how am I going to do it I've got some cash in the bank I might as well go and buy a machine you could do and that and and, and it's all about it's all about you know purchasing machine you need cash for it but would you always want to use your own cash uh, I don't know. You tell me, Paul. You're the fi- you're the finance guy. <laughs> well, my advice would be certainly in the, in the economic climate at the moment is um, cash is king. It sounds it is a key, cliche, and, and uh, sorry to use that phrase, but it's very true. We've just come through um, prior to. Uh, this year, which is the COVID year, prior to that, we had sort of all the Brexit shenanigans in 2019, put pressure pressure on business. This year has been a, an incredible year. And um, unfortunately, next year with the EU, we don't know what to expect. So my, my view, uh, well, my take on it is if, if you don't have cash in your business, you can't trade. Okay. So, so at this point in time, use somebody else's. But there you go. Well, how's that? So if I'm looking at f- funding, I mean, the government have come out with some great schemes, your B bills, your C bills, things like that. C bills is a, not a minefield, but different different funders have different different routes and different things. Just give me a quick summary of what, what you can expect from that, that scheme. Well, for, for me, the, the, the government funding has been invaluable in terms of um, holding up businesses and, uh, uh, and, and securing businesses, you know, throughout this year. But businesses have been very, very good at... Um, 
seeing the benefit of this. They've not just used the money and uh, and then looking them for another handout. They're actually used the money very wisely. So the BBL for the smaller businesses has been fantastic. That's the bounce back loan that supported businesses well, and most businesses have used that to their advantage. They've, they've maintained their workforce or a level of workforce with a view to coming into 2021. C-bills for the bigger businesses and bigger lending. It's been absolutely fantastic. It's been tough. It's been tough to get C-bills through, but in principle, C-bill has worked very, very well. And again, people have used that government money wisely. Right. When you say it's been tough to get it through. So if I came, if I came to you, Paul, and said, look, I need some funding. I want a C-bills facility. Here's my information, be it bank statements, accounts, whatever. You go to the funders, how long would that take as a, as, a, as a rough figure? I think we need to understand where the banks are because the banks are lending effectively the government money. But they have to, uh, and they have to be uh, comfortable with their lending to a viable business. And that business needs to be viable prior to COVID. And that money that's going to be used is going to benefit the business, obviously through this year and going into next year, to help them grow and expand and obviously keep a workforce. So, so they've, got, they've got to do their normal due diligence, if not even more, to make sure, because it is government money, we're taxpayers, we want that money back. Yeah, what people fail to, to understand is banks are accountable. They're accountable for actually lending that money out to good businesses and bad businesses. So the FCA will go back to, and, and if they... Financial if, Conduct Authority, the, the people yes, who... That is, that is correct, sorry. The regulate, financial, yes, that's right. The, the regulators. <laughs> they will go back and they and they will actually scrutinise the, the, the uh, how, how funding has been put out to, okay. to, to the customers. So it's not like the noughties, the 2006s, 2007s, where, I mean, far from me to say this, but banks were throwing money out. They were throwing money out the door, yeah, weren't it, they? It was a completely different uh, okay. different place there. So they're but, doing a proper due, due diligence. But yeah. that turnaround could be a week, a month, two months, potentially. On the C-bills, it can be... It can be quite extended so you know we can't turn it around in a couple of weeks it's never never really going to happen okay. sorry a couple of days apologies but we could turn it around in in in, in you know in a week or, yeah. or two weeks even depending on the complexity of, of the actual deal okay but that's not down to you that's down to the fund and th- things like that so i i'm an engineer i'm i've got a great new order for example i want to you know I've, oh, I've seen a bargain of a machine i want to i want to buy that i want to buy it today tomorrow this week if I came to you, how soon could I get how soon could I get funding approved? Like I always say, once I've got all the information that I require, get it submitted to the funders. Then we're looking at probably a couple of days to get an in principle decision. Wow. Okay, and in, then, then in terms of drawdown of money, well, that comes down to obviously when the assets being delivered and other things in, 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 uh, come into play. Then, but I think people just want the peace of mind. They're, they're, I've got that. I've got that funding approved process in the background with the supplier and things like that yeah if it takes a week two weeks that's fine but i know i've got that money in the bank yeah yeah that that that, that's the bit that settles people down they've got the approval for the funding and most funders now will actually that sanction will be valid for 90 days so you don't have to use it within the space of a week two weeks 30 days you've got 90 days with most funders and do i need lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of information Just um, emphasising that point there. You might have spotted that. The basic, the basic information um, is your trading accounts and bank statements. Nowadays, in, in, in COVID town, shall we say, we're looking at uh, a COVID declaration just to understand the impact that COVID has had on your business and your staff. Um, and probably a little bit more information in terms of some management information, P&L and balance sheet. It's not, it's not rocket science they're looking for. They're not looking to trip people up. They're just being very careful in terms of their lending policy. Again, a bit of due diligence. You should, you should hopefully have that information to hand. Not a problem. Yes, this indeed. Is, yeah, okay. Most companies will. You get that inf- they get that information to you, turn it around, write it up. Will you go and see the clients? Probably not at the moment, I should imagine. 
Some clients are quite happy to because their 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 warehouses and 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 their workshops are set out for distance. Uh, 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 social distancing. Yeah, like uh, we are at the moment. Hasty, because we are yeah, doing indeed, audio, but we've got pl- probably more than two meters between Absolutely. us. But you know, I, I can live with that, Colin. Even pre-COVID, Paul, I'm more than happy with that distance away from the audio. <laughs> a little bit harsh. It is a bit harsh. Um, so you know, we 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 uh, we work with the customers in, in in terms of the social distancing, the COVID policies that they have in their own in their own workshops. Yep. We we like going out to see customers. I, I think yeah, that relationship builds stronger when we go out to see the customers, and it helps us to actually write up our report on the customer because we can see their environment and how they operate well i think that's a key word isn't it relationship because i know recently you did a, a transaction for um well, it was a machine from etg which is a, a new vulcan for microlock mm-hmm. for matt Ginnis, get all these names right how long did it take you to get approval for that well, I think we got the approval in about 24 hours. Wow. It, it took a couple of days for him to get, bring all the information together with the accountant. Well, though, though, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, I was going to blame Matt Ginnis for that, but that's not very fair. Yeah, so. it wasn't Matt's fault, <laughs> he was the accountant. Uh, but once we actually got all that information and submission, 24 hours. Yeah. That's exactly what you want, isn't it? Okay, so I've got a facility. What type of facilities are you looking at? I mean, we mentioned C-bills, we'll park that for the moment. Asset funding, I'm buying a machine, where will I go? HP, leasing, what Majority of people nowadays would look at HP. Okay. Um, leasing leasing works very very well if you if you have a project on board and you're probably you're not looking to main to to hold on to that machine for any length of time for a, for a project say for to a couple of years two or three years then leasing could be good for and you and then hand it back and then you can hand it's it back actually. effectively yes yeah HP is great if you know yes it's 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 great for initial um, task that it's going, it's going to be used for but going forward you can utilize it HP is a better way oh, look, these machines they'll go on for years and years won't they so I mean you've seen the blast in the past series that we do on MTD network and, 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 and exactly that why you know you've effectively paid for it so why wouldn't you want, yeah. want to keep well, up that, of it that, yeah. that moves me on nicely to I've got some. I, I want a new machine. My machine shop's a bit tight for him. These new modern machines are a lot more efficient, etc. I've got an old machine I want to get rid of. What are you going to do? Can you take a deposit, or can you get rid of that for us? Well, the old machine's a great one because obviously, if you're working with a supplier, hopefully they can part exit for yeah. you because they're in the same same business. Um, I, I know there are people out there, secondhand uh, dealers, that will actually take that take that off you as a partex. So there's, a, there's other routes you can take if, if that Brilliant. supplier doesn't want to take it as partex. For us, partex is an easy route. Uh, the deposit's then taken care for in the partex. Right. So it just it does help our help help the um, transaction go through a little bit better with the partex. Plus the fact they lift it up and take it off your shop floor. Oh, okay, so this, it swings around about so. It's, it's a big yeah. cost of moving a machine, as I'm sure yeah. most of your customers will know. Absolutely. Oh mm. no, that's interesting. But I, again, I'm getting from that. Then first point of call, I want a machine finance. Don't agree the purchase everything. Like oh, I need some finance. En- engage you guys immediately. Even if it's just building that relationship, starting that relationship, you've got it in the back pocket. If that deal doesn't go ahead, it goes ahead of the future, possibly. Yes, for us, I, it, it is about, as you said previously, about relationships. So yep. engage us at the earliest opportunity. We can get some indicative numbers out to you. And then we can look at a number of different solutions and a, di- a number of different funders. Because the funders can be, the funders change. Their policies can change in terms of the equipment they like and don't like. So it's always um, it's always good to keep abreast of what's um, what's in favour, shall we say? Oh, well, that ties in nicely with my next question. You've been reading my script, have not? I've got a script. But two things: I'm always a huge fan, and 
sorry to sorry to mention this to everybody. I used to be in finance myself. I do apologise. I used to be a huge fan of a funding line, so I put in place almost like an overdraft, but for your HB for your leasing. So I knew I had a limit in place. A, can you do that? And B, is it good to have more than one? F- so I've got my bank. Is it good to have another funder in the background just in case? I'm a bit like you, actually, Colin. I've come from a Lombard background, and uh, credit lines, funding lines were absolutely. Uh, they, they, they were sort of our bread and butter, shall we say. Yeah. Um, it's great because it's an agreed facility for six to 12 months. So that, so you as a customer don't need to worry about the funding. All you need to do is say, we have a new machine and uh, we're looking to purchase. We then get the supplier details, documentation, job done. However, um, 2020 came along and um, it's fair to say that the funders have been less or have been more reluctant or how should we say, a, a, bit reluctant, a bit more cautious, reluctant to give out uh, fund, funding lines for that. Now, if you're a multi, multi-million pound business and you're looking for a million pound funding line, I would say that we, we're still in the market for that. But the majority of the customers mm. that we're dealing with probably only looking for a quarter of a million. And um, whilst that's a big chunk of money, they're, they're a bit more cautious in terms okay. of offering out those facilities. What we can do is get the finance agreed and have... Uh, have it in place for three months for you for the night yeah, yeah. And, also, and then a great analogy I think is in terms of having more than one funder I've got my bank account you know the updraft's up to max I've got my credit card and this credit card and they're all up they're not up to max obviously <laughs> I, I say that it's all those meals out Colin absolutely yes or not yes absolutely well not anymore but you know you've got that flexibility and you know you might see a deal where you can get some cash back or a balance transfer on one which is much better than another I mean that's a personal analogy you can do that with your funders, your HP, your leasing? We, we, we as a broker, we have, uh, as, as, as any other broker, we have a panel of funders to work with. And, and as I said previously that, you know, policies can change, rates can change as well. So we don't just stick with one, one funder. We, you know, we look at the funders and we get the information who's, who's favouring a certain product, who's actually rates are going up slightly, uh, whose fees are going up slightly. So whilst we may, we may put you with different one, terms, one different. funder in May, yeah. in August, that funder may not be offering the best the best deal now. So okay. we won't go to somebody else. And I, I have a, it, it, I, I personally like the fact that uh, having a number of different funders, yeah. not a dozen funders, but two or three different funders, uh, having agreements with them is a healthy thing. Okay. You know, you, 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 build, you build up some... Um, uh, some kudos and credibility with with the funder they understand you as a business yep. they can see that you're actually paying your agreements down and so next time around you know you, you're ahead of the game in that sort of sense so they're going to be more favorable to offer more, uh, offer facilities to you next one another thing then is um you say about different funders they change so some funders they might do five years or three years only three years some might do five some might even do seven some might do a 10 percent deposit some might want a 30 percent deposit on the same transaction uh, when you say the same transaction, so I, I so me as a, me as an engineer, I'm buying a machine for say a hundred grand, but you go to the market and actually one one company will say, well, I'll, we'll only do it over three years, thirty percent deposit, but another one will say five years, ten percent deposit, as an example. So that's what you're leading to. Oh, if, very very much so. Yeah, yeah okay. the the, the funders the funders have their own their own sort of. Uh, view on on uh, on a deal but it's usually down to the deal we have we have the standard agreements that they they they, they work towards yeah. or standard policies they work towards but on the strength of the customer that could change so if you've got a really strong customer and they don't want to put uh, 10% down or 
keep want to prefer to keep hold of their cash, we may get away with putting five or even no deposit, but just paying the VAT. That's like an, an, another analogy I've got for you. That's like an elastic band you've got in your hand, around your fingers there, and you're stretching it and stretching it. If you stretch it one way, then the others, you know. So you might be able to stretch a term a bit or stretch yeah, a deposit yeah. a bit. That's a bit of a but, you know, but, but, 90s but, cliche analogy there, but hey, I, well, but it's true and it works. And the other thing to remember is um, we talk about HP and fixed term contracts and lease and fixed term contracts. Um, but you know, sometimes it's not that way. Sometimes you're you're um, you've got seasonal seasonality in your business. Oh. So you know, you may want to sort of say, well. Um, we want to structure our, our, our repayments and we don't want to pay monthly, we want to pay quarterly. Um, so, you know, we want to have probably a low start in terms of some of our, uh, some of our re- monthly repayments and pay bigger, bigger at the back end when, you know, the money's coming in a little bit more. So don't think it's all linear because it's not. We can structure right. it around your needs. And a lot of the funders will, will look at that favorably because it means you understand your business and they like that. Well, you understand their business, Paul. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what you're leading to. Paul, that's a, I mean, that's a, a great overview of the finance I always get quite sort of um, passionate about it, have, having the next finance head people, you know, they roll eyeballs finance and it's a bit boring, but all the different options and things like that. And I think from what we've discussed here, it's got to be first point of call. I want a new machine. I've got to speak to you guys. That's, that's what I'm getting from this. Most definitely, most definitely engage us at the, at the earliest opportunity yeah. and we can talk through your needs, not just for that, but obviously going forward. Um, you know, why is it going to fit in with your business? How is it going to benefit your business? What sort of income will that bring you? What sort of customers will that machine bring you? Those are the things that we, you know, we want to talk about. So I have a greater understanding when I talk to the underwriters. Brilliant. Paul, Paul Cox, Asset Finance Northampton. Thank you very much. Great little conversation about a bit of funding. And let's hope 2021 lets us out and about a bit more. Indeed, Colin. Thanks very much. Thanks for listening to the MTD podcast. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. Find more episodes on mtdcnc.com.